You're listening to The Critical Thought, where we challenge our listeners to use critical thinking when examining the teachings of Jehovah's Witnesses. As we all know, the Watchtower has a global initiative to write letters to everybody on the face of the earth. It's called the Global Letter Writing Campaign. Well, a number of persons have actually received their letters and some have even contacted us. So have you received your letter yet? Well, my brother called me up the other day to let me know that he got his letter. His wife got her letter. But not only did he get a letter at the house, his wife also got a letter on her job. You see, part of the letter writing campaign is to write to government officials. And that's what they did. So my sister-in-law ends up getting this letter from a Jehovah's Witness along with all kinds of people in the office. And interestingly, it didn't go over well. The reason why, because most people understand that the workplace is not a place to bring one's religion. Most people understand that. Prostatizing on the job simply is not something that people accept today. But you see, in the world of Jehovah's Witnesses, they know no boundaries. They have no coof as to when and where. They'll do it anytime. But you know, there's a couple of things about that letter because she sent me a copy of it. A couple of things about the letter I found was very interesting. This letter writing campaign is a perfect example of how the Watchtower literally leaves their people out to dry. How they put their people in danger with little to no regard for their personal safety. You see, living in the year 2020, there's a thing that has become literally a buzzword around the world. It's called PII. PII means personally identifiable information. To put it real simple, it means your name, your address, your phone number, something that people can literally track you down. As I mentioned, my brother and sister-in-law received a letter from Jehovah's Witnesses at their home and my sister-in-law also on her job. And the Jehovah's Witness who wrote this letter, they left behind all of their PII information. And as an IT instructor, I can definitely attest to the fact that when you are giving out personally identifiable information, it can really come back to bite you in a bad way. And so when Jehovah's Witnesses are embarking on this campaign of letter writing, they're not realizing that people can access their information just through a simple Google search. And so when you're putting your telephone number, your address and things in a letter, and you're giving this to a stranger, you don't know what you're opening yourself up to. So you really need to think about what you're doing before you embark on these campaigns for the Watchtower Society. So now let's just take a simple, quick look at how the society recommends Jehovah's Witnesses write letters. On the outside of the envelope, always provide a return address, preferably your own postal address. If you feel that it would be unwise to give your own address when witnessing by letter to strangers, Ask the elders if they would approve of your using the return address of the local kingdom hall. The Watchtower Society's address should never be used for this purpose, as this would improperly indicate that your correspondence was sent from the Society's offices and would cause confusion. If no return address is provided and literature is included, this too may give the wrong impression that the society is the sender. So now we can see exactly why this Jehovah's Witness had all this personal information in this letter. It's because the organization tells Jehovah's Witnesses to do so. 
First, they tell people, we prefer that you use your address and not ours. And then, if you think it's unwise to send a letter to a stranger, then ask the elders to see if they can approve that you use the Kingdom Hall's mailing address. Critical thinking question, when is it ever wise to give your address to a stranger? This organization does not take into consideration its members. While they are safely tucked behind a gated community, they have their members putting their personal addresses, emails, phone numbers on letters that they are sending to strangers. Ask yourself this question. When you went out in field service, if someone were to ask you, give me your personal address, would you have given it? Of course not. And yet, as the Watchtower says, if we tell you to do something that makes no sense, just go on and do it. This is the organization that we were part of. And the second part of the letter writing campaign is for government officials. So what we're talking about is local, state, and federal officials of the government. And this is all countries across the world. And what they're doing, they're leaving the literature entitled, What is God's Kingdom? Well, you know, it's very interesting that they chose that topic for government officials. And why? Well, I want you to think about this. Think, think about this. Sometimes as Jehovah's Witnesses, we never took the time to think how we actually sounded when we were talking to people. We never took the time to think, what are people going to think if they read our, if they actually read our literature? You see, the question that they're posing to government officials is, what is God's kingdom? But you see what it is, they left out the most important question. What will God's kingdom do to government officials? Now, I want you to think about that. You have a Jehovah's Witness who writes this letter to a government official, state legislator, federal legislator, local city council, town council, whatever. Person gets the letter, opens it up, reads it, sees there's an article about what is God's kingdom. Person decides to do what? Do a little Googling. Googles God's kingdom, Jehovah's Witness. And he begins to read articles that make the following statement. In the coming 26 years, all present governments will be overthrown and dissolved. C.T. Russell, Studies in the Scriptures, Volume 2, page 98 and 99, in the year 1889. I am convinced that those who continue to look to human governments for relief from injustices will not only be disappointed, but are in danger of being destroyed when God's government soon crushes and puts an end to all these governments. December 1st, 1974 Watchtower, page 714. So now he just read that the Jehovah's Witness program and this God's kingdom program that they're talking about is going to destroy all governments and government officials. So what does he do? He gets some of his colleagues together, come into the conference room. And then they decide, let's give this Jehovah's Witness a phone call, talk to them, see what they're talking about. Now you imagine this Jehovah's Witness gets a phone call from their city council, let's say. 
The person says, how you doing, Ms. Johnson? This is city council member so-and-so and three or four of the other members of the city council. We, we got your information about what is God's kingdom, but we had some questions we wanted to ask you. And the witness, first of all, is not going to believe it because as we know, people are not going to basically write back. There are going to be so many letters like this that hits the trash can. But let's just suppose these people call her back. They want to ask some additional questions about this kingdom that they're talking about. And then it gets started. So then the person poses the question, you know, I, you know, as citizens here in the county, we have a question about this kingdom that you're talking about. Uh, could you tell us, you know, like, like here we, we represent the citizens here in, here in the town. In this kingdom that you're talking about, uh, who will be the citizens that will make up this kingdom? Will they be supporters of this, this kingdom that you're talking about, who will be mainly Jehovah's Witnesses? Or will this include people who are Baptists and Catholics and Protestants? Who will be the citizens that will make up this kingdom? Who will be the citizens? In fact, who, who will be in charge? Will, will people who are only from the Jehovah's Witness faith, are they the only ones who are going to be in charge of this kingdom that you're talking about? So when you consider what the bottom line is, the witness never even stops to think. Can you imagine you're a government official and someone tells you, you know, you've been working hard trying to get programs going in the community or on the state level, federal level, and someone writes you a letter that says God's going to have to kill you because you support the government. And yet that's the message that Jehovah's Witnesses are saying. And yet this Jehovah's Witness, if they were asked that question by a group of government officials, can you imagine the situation they would find themselves in? How uncomfortable they would be, especially if the person was reading to them quotes from their own publication that God is going to destroy governments and anybody who supports them. Is it not ironic that they're sending a letter to a government official telling him God is going to kill you if you don't agree with what we just sent you in this envelope? That's just what Jehovah's Witnesses do. And we just, we just, we just never thought about it. We, we just never gave it any second thought. And so this process is going to take place all around the world as these government officials get these publications in their hand. And if they decide to do any light research, they would find out this is what Jehovah's Witnesses are telling them. This program was sponsored by Critical Thinkers.